Hey, what's going on there, everybody? Welcome to Ask Catholic Do. My name is Nick. Thank you for tuning in today on this. Well, it's gonna be any time, really, since this is kind of a podcast form a lot. Right here, it's nighttime. Might be daytime where you're listening to. Uh, but whatever time of day it is, thanks for tuning in here on Anchor FM or whatever other platform you may be, li- may be listening to. But as that Catholic dude, feel free to call in at any time. Taking all your questions, comments, concerns you might have on the Catholic faith, the church, scripture, tradition, bleh, wow, tradition, what have you. Uh, yeah, feel free to, uh, to bring it on over and uh, do my best to give a uh, orthodox yet millennial perspective on the Catholic faith. So... It's an interesting day for me today. It's, it's you know, I've had some free time and getting pretty close to Christmas. And it's been nice spending time with the kids and stuff, uh, with my, my family. And um, got a uh, call from uh, my cousin today, actually. And, uh, you know, he called me up and he's, you know, had a question. And, you know... I was like, first thing, I was like, well, why didn't you call in and ask a Catholic dude? Why would you do such a thing? No, not really. I don't think he, <laughs> that, that, he, he's got a direct line. You guys don't have my direct line, but, you know, he does. So, you guys have a direct line in another way. Feel free to call in whenever, guys. But, um, anyway, my, my, you know, my cousin called me and, you know, he was like, yeah, I just went to confession. And I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. It's that time of year. You know, everybody's having, you know, having confessions and stuff. You know, I just went myself uh, yesterday. But anyway, he's all like, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, stuff, you know, in the past, you know, with, with friends of mine and acquaintances and stuff. And one thing that always stuck out in my mind was how somebody, you know, I, I know and their parents, they're Catholic, you know, they consider themselves Catholic, but they don't feel need to go to Mass. Um, my friend's dad, he likes to just sit in his room for an hour every Sunday and comes out and that's it no he feels no need to go to mass and neither does anybody in his family including my friend and i just always wonder how do i how do i respond to that and i think his question kind of dovetails right into something that we're seeing happening right now with the christmas season um obviously christmas this year is on a monday christmas being the nativity of our lord you know where we celebrate the incarnation, the birth of our, our Lord God became man, that is a holy day of obligation. Every Sunday is a holy day of obligation, but we also have in the Catholic Church a few feasts every year where we are um, asked and obligated to come to worship our Lord. Uh, and it's basically the Sabbath day, just you know, not on a Sunday. And this year we got last Sunday of Advent, the fourth Sunday of Advent on the 24th, and then Christmas Day on the 25th. So a lot of people are all like, oh man, I'm going to double dip, I'm going to get a twofer and just go to Mass once. It's just a total wrong attitude to have, and it's just, it's it's really sad that people feel like, it's feel like, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know that they got this loophole where they they can just go to mass one time instead of twice. You know the real question isn't are are we required to go to mass? You know in in virtue of 
well, in virtue of the virtue of religion, you know, that is a virtue. People, people, people forget that a lot. You know, we do owe that to God. We do. But the real question is, why can't we be happy to spend time with our Lord, especially our risen Lord in the Eucharist? Why can't we be happy to receive him twice in a week? Especially if we don't go to Mass um, weekly. Or if we don't go to Mass on, on weekdays, you know, we only go to Mass usually on Sunday because of work. Um, you know, we work during the week. What an awesome opportunity to go twice consecutively to get communion twice, to worship with our brothers and sisters twice, to visit our Lord and worship him twice in two days. I mean, it's it's really awesome. If, if we claim to love our Lord, why are we trying to weasel out of it? But let's get back to that question my cousin asked. Why do we have to attend Mass every Sunday and Holy Day? I guess the easiest answer to give to this question about why we should attend Mass would be, and this is, this is especially for you know those that identify as Catholics or are lapsed Catholics, and it's not an answer anybody really wants to hear, it's that we're obligated. We are obligated to give our Lord His due worship. but. That's not something people really want to hear today. There's a great quote by um, the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. He once said, it was attributed to him, he once said, Most people today want a religion which suits the way they live, rather than one which makes demands upon them. Religion thus becomes a luxury, like an opera, not a responsibility, like life. And, you know, that that's just something people don't want to hear today. So that wouldn't be the first thing, you know, unfortunately, that I would say to such a person. I would, you know, allude to it later. But, I mean, that's, that's just the fact of the world that we live in today. And it, it's sad that we can't be um, upfront about it like that. You know, people don't seem to see uh, responsibility in terms of faith anymore. And it's turned into something where it's just me and Jesus, where that is the exact opposite of what a relationship with Christ is supposed to be like. Because a relationship with Christ is really me, him, and you. That's that's what it is. And by you, I mean the entire body of Christ, the entire bride of Christ is the you. We need to have a relationship with all our brothers and sisters. And that's what that image of my friend's or my cousin's friend's father sitting in his room, that's what I think of. So the way I might first say, the thing I might first say to a person um, who asks that question, you know, why, why even bother going to Mass, I would probably first say, do you pray the My Father or the Our Father? And... Maybe you're scratching your head a little bit, but think about it. We pray the Our Father because He is the Father of all of us. Of all of us, we're all adopted sons and daughters of God through our baptism. So, to reduce the relationship between 
man and God to just me and God, it, it's kind of just weird, really, to think about it. Because, I mean, St. Paul says some wonderful things about what the body of Christ actually is. And remember, that when we talk about the body of Christ, we're talking about that mystical body, the bride of Christ. And St. Paul says this in Romans chapter 12, verse 5. We, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. To quote Catholic author Patrick Madrid, Catholics believe membership in Christ's body means a personal relationship with Jesus and through him with all Christians. This is why Catholics and all other traditional Christians and of course, you know, evangelical Christians and whatnot, we worship corporately. But there are many non-Catholic Christians and now, unfortunately, even Catholic Christians that just totally eschew corporate worship. And they believe that that Jesus and me relationship is the only real requirement anyone needs for eternal life. Um, if you or anybody believes that, I, I, it's uh, to be blunt, only a cursory reading of Scripture had to have happened because, like we just saw with what Romans, uh, with Paul said to the Romans, um, we're all one body. It's apparent that we are not only obligated to worship our Lord each Sabbath day, but we do it together. We do it corporately. We also need to remember that we need to keep the Sabbath holy. And since going back to that three-legged stool image, Catholics believe that the fullness of truth is explained through scripture, tradition, and the magisterium. And when Jesus inaugurated that new covenant, he fulfilled it. We are still bound to keep the Sabbath day, Sunday, holy by attending the sacrifice of the Mass. This is what the Magisterium has taught since apostolic times. But let's look at some more scriptural citations for this. The individualistic mentality of that whole me and Jesus thing, it, it flies in the face of scripture. Um, so how anyone can think worshiping with our brothers and sisters is like a trivial matter and that they're better off just sitting at home. You know, they obviously haven't reflected on what St. Paul says in his first letter to the Corinthians. Now, note that I'm not saying it's bad that we go in our room and pray. Our Lord told us to do that. That's fine. But if we are doing that at the expense of not going to Mass, if we're just, you know, praying on our own for a little bit, um, but we miss Mass, we miss the Eucharist, that's a problem. But let's see what St. Paul himself Saint Paul himself actually has to say to other Christians in, in that first letter of the Corinthians. He actually scolds them for thinking they don't need other Christians. Um, I'm going to read from chapter 12, uh, verses 12, 14 through 15, and 18 through 27. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. As it is, God arranged the organs in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single organ, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you 
nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. On the contrary, those parts of the body which we think less honorable, we invest with the greater honor. But God has so adjusted the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior part, that there may be no discord in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. So many Christians, be they Catholic or not, they talk about you know caring for the needs of other people as Christ instructed, but then forget about how we need to develop an even deeper relationship with our brothers and sisters since we're all incorporated into the same mystical body of Christ. This this need, this relationship, um, it's developed concretely at the holy sacrifice of the Mass and our partaking of the Eucharist. It, it can't be forgotten any longer. It really can't. Um, the, the spread of this you know, individualistic notion, this personal relationship with Jesus at the expense of his body, of his spotless bride, and you know, look at Ephesians five twenty six to twenty seven, or Revelation, uh, chapter twenty two verse seventeen. This this whole individualistic notion needs to be curbed, and we as Christians, especially Catholic Christians, we must assist at the mass so that we can keep the Sabbath holy by giving due worship to God, and we also need to worship corporately. We need to worship together so that, as St. Paul says, we may have the same care for one another. If I'm just a guy sitting in my garage or bedroom with a Bible and not interacting with other people on the Lord's Day, it's kind of problematic. It, it, it really is. Um, but I, I want to take a look at it now from the tradition side as well. We've looked at Scripture We've seen what the magisterium has to say, but how about the tradition of the church? So, since apostolic times, Christians met every Sunday, every Lord's Day, and celebrated the Mass. The most important part of the Mass then, as it is now, was the Eucharist. If we're not getting the Eucharist, we're not going to be able to live. You know, and I... I, I kind of fibbed, I guess. Um, let's refer to Scripture one more time, actually. Jesus says in the Gospel of John, Truly I say to you, if you do not eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will not live. You will not have life within you. Why would we pass up on eternal life? We need the Eucharist, and we can't get the Eucharist by sitting at home, by skipping out on Mass. So if we don't get that spiritual nourishment, we'll never be ready for heaven. We need to be present to offer that sacrifice. And keep in mind, we offer that sacrifice too. Not only is the priest offering up our Lord, but we are too. Don't, don't think that I'm saying that, you know, a lay person can go up on the altar and um, you know, confect the Eucharist. That's not what I'm saying, because keep in mind, there's the ministerial priesthood and there's the common priesthood. So remember that part of the Mass, you know, right after the offertory, pretty much, where, um, you know, the priest turns to us and he says, uh, Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to the Father. The priest makes the sacrifice on our behalf, but, you know, he can't do it if we're not there. If, if we're sitting at home, 
you know, doing whatever, I mean, even if we are praying, we're, we're still not offering up that perfect sacrifice, that spotless victim, the Paschal Lamb. We're, we're not there to offer it up. If the Eucharist is the source and summit of Christian life, to not attend the sacrifice of the Mass on Sunday and instead simply doing some other random devotion, it, it doesn't cut it. You know, why would we willingly cut ourselves off from the source and summit of life? Um, the Church teaches, just listen to this, this is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, this is from uh, paragraph 2041. The precepts of the Church are set in the context of a moral life bound to and nourished by liturgical life. The obligatory character of these positive laws decreed by the pastoral authorities is meant to guarantee to the faithful the indispensable minimum in the spirit of prayer and moral effort in the growth in the growth and love of God and neighbor. So going to Mass on Sunday isn't just, you know, something we should do. It's not like, you know, the, the best thing we it is the best thing we can do, but it's not like it's it's not optimal, as I've heard people say. I've heard people say going to mass is optimal, but you know you can do this, that, and the other thing. No, it it says it right there. This is a precept of the church. It's it's on the same level as the Ten Commandments. There's five precepts and there's ten commandments, you know, and one of those uh, precepts are is to attend the the liturgy, the divine liturgy on Sundays and holy days. And it says it right there that it's the indispensable minimum. It's, it, it's indispensable, and if we can't even do the minimum, we can't rightfully say that we're in full communion with Christ and his church. It, it's, it, it, that's why when I encounter um, you know, people who are like, oh, you know, I just need to have me, my Bible, and Jesus, it, it just doesn't make sense to me because... In the Bible itself, it says that I need to receive the Eucharist. It, sa- it says that I need to be there for that that celebration. And it pains me to know that not only um, our, our non-Catholic brethren, but even my own Catholic brothers and sisters are just willfully denying themselves the Eucharist. And, and that's why it really makes me sad that so many people, as well, it makes me sad that, that so many people are making a big deal out of this whole Christmas thing. Like, oh, I got to go to Mass two times. It should be, oh, man, I got to go to Mass two times. I get to go to Mass twice in two days, in 48 hours, and receive communion. It's just, it's so sad that we're missing, we're, we're missing out on something so major. And I think that we really need to reflect on that more we need to reflect on how important it is to receive our lord our risen lord in the eucharist so that we might live and how important it is that we build up the body of christ by being there with our brethren in church because i've even noticed a trend in protestant christians and like evangelicals some churches some of these mega churches or even regular churches cancel services on on christmas because people can't be expected to come that's such a horrible outlook on things it's such a horrible outlook we need to worship together we are human we're human and we're destined for greatness and humanity craves companionship 
And what better way to really foster that companionship than in worship to our Lord? So I hope I've given a good argument for attending Mass every Sunday. Until we talk next, guys, take it easy. Thanks for listening to Ask a Catholic Dude.